You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, episode number 334. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Karka, the Vice President of Strategy for Reflexive Media. That just amazes me. 334, when you think about that, that's a lot of freaking talking. <laughs> it is. And people like it. I mean, yeah. I still can't get over it. I can't hear my own voice with the cringing, so there we are. Well, 335 is going to be from Content Marketing World next week. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, we're finally getting together. It's been, oh God, how long has it been? I think the last time was... When you visited Victoria? Yeah, when I came up to Victoria. Jeez. That was, yeah. That was wow. a good four, four, four years or more. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm super excited. Get to hang out at your new place. And, Me too. And... Uh, we won't be chilling much because <laughs> we got a pretty <laughs> packed. We are going to carve out time for a fire pit at the pond. Smoke oh, some cigars. Yeah. yeah, that mosquito repellent, and yeah, I got it. I got plenty to cover you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome! I can't wait. All right, well, uh, back to the show. We've got yes. uh, quite a bit to talk about here. So, first of all, like you said. All right, I'll let you, you can. Well, okay, you've told me many times before on air and off air to stop being political. Don't talk about the, the crazy stuff going on in the U.S. But this time, we kind of have to. Avoid it. Yeah, we can't, can't avoid, avoid it. it because because Trump kind of attacked Google. Well, not kind of. He actually did and still is um, on a rampage against Google. Um, it, it, it was really interesting to me. 
he woke up one morning and tweeted complaining about how Google's results are rigged. <laughs> Everything he sees on Google is all the negative press about him. He never sees any of the positive press about him. Um, I, mean, I love it. I just yeah, love it. it. It's just it just shows to me that that not just him, but there's still a lot of people that don't understand how the search engines work and how they no. get get the information they get and how they organize and decide what to display and in the results. Personalization is the real quick answer. In a, it's not the only answer, but <laughs> that's what makes me laugh. <laughs> well, yeah, personalization is a big part of it, I think. There's also an aspect of the fact that, you know, you know the theory that people will complain more than they'll compliment, right? People mm -hmm. are much more vocal when they have something negative to say than they are when they have something positive to say. Well, that translates to people creating content out there if more people can write bad things if they're because if they're mad about stuff, they're more likely to, to spout off about it, even online. And so there's more negative stuff out there, and that gets covered by the press. And it, it just it's just one of those things where you know I wrote a I wrote a big thing on Facebook about it, trying to explain to the people in my feeds that don't understand SEO why it's happening. But one of the things it's it's online reputation management, right? And when I tell online the first thing I tell online reputation management customers is okay, we can try to fix this. But it will come back unless you stop the behavior that caused the problem in the first place. And that's not. We learned that when we were children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but he, but he well, most of us did. <laughs> the funny one to me was uh, just recently he, he claimed again that, that, uh, that Google, you know, Google usually will put a link to the live, the live uh, stream of a, um, State of the Union address by a president. They'll put it on the homepage right underneath the search bar. You can click to it and watch the State of the Union address. Well, he complained that that Google wasn't putting links to his State of the Union address. You know, his first one in 2016 on the thing where they did it for Obama and everybody else. And Google, within minutes, wrote back and said, well, <laughs> the, the speech you're talking about wasn't actually a State of the Union address. It was your first speech in front of Congress. And we didn't put yours up there, and we didn't put Obama's up there in 2000, what was that, eight, nine, whenever he was first elected, the very first speech. So he just doesn't understand how this stuff works. And unfortunately, it's not just him. It's a lot of people out there don't, um, especially SEO customers. Remember, smaller businesses tend not to understand how this stuff works either. So the part that I, I want to explain to the listeners that makes that just still gets get <laughs> tickles my funny bone is the personalization bit. So what that means is when – if 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 he's complaining that he's not seeing a lot of positive news on his on his browser when he when he does, does searches, it's probably because when he's searching, he is looking at negative reviews and catching up on things, and he's created a personalization field of sorts where Google is delivering what they think he wants to see. Um, if he was just looking for positive stuff, it would skew his personalized feed, uh, and then he'd see more of it. But I think he gets most of his positive or whatever he wants to see from TV because he's watching a lot of that. Everyone admits to it. Even he does to with Fox News. Um, then he's probably using his computer to look at everything else. Yeah. And a big part of it is also what search he used the search term Trump News. He says, I searched for <laughs> Trump News. <laughs> and it's like so if you were to search for Trump news Breitbart, he would have probably seen bunches of positive stuff or, well, maybe not as much anymore, but <laughs> even, even his news buddies are not even his buddies anymore. So it's just one of those things where 
Um, somebody, there was actually a cartoon I also posted on Facebook that to me explained a lot of it. It was a, somebody used a Snoopy cartoon of Snoopy sitting on top of his um, doghouse typing at a typewriter. And he's like, um, Mr. Trump, the news is not out to get you. The next frame was the news wants ratings. Then yeah. the next frame was America's out to get you. The next frame is the news is just reporting it. <laughs> <laughs> but, it but it makes a ton of sense though, because what's going out on the internet is what you're going to see. And the personalization part does play a big part of it, though. I think it's, it's just crazy. So, yeah. and, the, and the SEO, and it's really interesting for me because I've been hearing the term SEO on the news a lot and, News, you know, talking heads trying to explain what SEO is is just wow. as funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> I wish I'd seen that. That would be oh, great. Oh my goodness! Oh, you know what we should do? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, if if, you, if someone listening can do this, um, and we haven't done it already, do it. it. Would be hilarious to get a whole string of explanations of SEO from these different news shows in oh, one that would, YouTube feed. That would be great. Or just <laughs> clip them all together in one big YouTube video. Yeah, one big. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that would be priceless. I would love it. Yeah. Um, on, on, a, on a kind of funnier note, of course, I would make fun of anyone in this case, but um, I wonder if Trump types in like for anything like uh, Trump foot injury, Trump bad back, Trump. <laughs> if he's looking for anything. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It, 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 how people use Google, specifically how Trump uses it, does impact what you see. But it's just we had to talk about this because it's all over yes. the news. Everybody in the industry is talking about it. Um, there's lots of different. I haven't seen anybody defending him in our industry. Though I've seen people say, "I like Trump. I like Google. Move on." Things like that. Yeah, Nobody's exactly. ever actually. Nobody's actually defended him from our industry. On, on well, and I think even his most ardent fans realize he just he says some interesting yeah. things sometimes, well, and they just ignore them. And, and that, and the fact that the people in our industry know that his perception of what's going on is wrong, whether they like him or not, his perception is incorrect. Anyway, I'm glad you brought it up. It was uh, uh, it really made my day. I love that stuff. Anyone <laughs> who who tries to talk Google just if they don't know what they're talking about, it's so evident. <laughs> uh, well, it, it sort of does worry me, though, because they're talking about, you know, and this is, they're, they're just talking about it. It hasn't happened yet, and it probably wouldn't. But they're talking about looking into how to regulate the search engines based on Google being pissed off that he searched Google News and only saw bad news. But that doesn't mean they won't look into it and they won't try to do it. Just oh, I'm sure there's it. people that would love to let this serve their interests. Oh, well, yeah restrict freedoms uh, it's scary i don't think it'll happen it'll be a free speech thing if nothing else but it can get awfully far before it does though yeah very true okay so um here's the next bit here this is from search roundtable uh, it says google judges all the content on your pages be it written by you or others and you posted this. So again, I guess yeah, there was an interesting conversation about this because of user generated content, user generated content comes in all forms, whether it be comments on a blog post or, you know, discussions in a forum thread or reviews on a product. Um, if you open up your site in any way to allow your visitors to place content on your site, that content is going to um, be judged by Google. Now, 
some types of content will be judged different than others. Like, you know, um, comments on blog posts might not carry nearly as much weight as reviews, for example, right? Um, but I have actually seen instances where user-generated content got so bad on sites that the site actually received page-level penalties for the user-generated content. So just be aware, if you're allowing people to post on your site, whether it be just comments or reviews or adding pictures of them using a product or whatever, there is a possible, Google's going to see it. They're going to, they're going to rate it. They're going to include it in that pages um, as part of that pages content. Yeah. And especially, I mean, it sort of does concern me, obviously, uh, maybe they're just trying to push us into monitoring that stuff more. I think a lot of people just let comments publish without any uh, moderation because there's, it's just a nightmare, frankly, moderating that, that stuff. But um I would hope that doesn't have too much impact. Um, I, uh, I'm starting to lose my train of thought here, but um, you also have to assume that they're going to ignore some of it that's garbage. You would yeah. hope so anyway. Well, there is. I've seen them. I've gotten them on newspaper websites. There is. There are warnings that come into the Google Webmaster Tools about user-generated content spam. Um, it happens. They warn you about it. They they will penalize those pages until you fix it. They know it's not your fault, but they want you to address it and make sure it doesn't happen. Yeah. And, one, and part of that is their major push these days on EAT, ex, uh, expertise, authoritation, authority, and trust. So, yeah. you know, if their content can't be trusted or has a low authority, I mean, or sorry, low, um, yeah, low authority and expertise, well, those are big things, but trust, I guess, would fall into the comments. Um, if it's a lot of negativity, it's garbage. It does, I guess, it would pull down the page. It's kind of well. Well, well they don't use. They don't use. Just let's be clear. They don't use sentiment in the algorithm, so negativity wouldn't have any impact on it. However, they do. When they talk about trust, they're talking about the trust they have in the author of the content. So, if it's an author of a content that is like they do with. You know, if they see the same author posting the same stuff all over the place, they're going to trust that content a lot less than someone who's a regular contributor. Yeah. It, when I was speaking of trust in this situation, it was more from the quality rater guidelines where they're actually looking at the pages. I would hope they would ignore that area, but probably not. Yeah, probably not. That's when it's manually done for those that are, don't understand what I'm talking about. Those are when people uh, on Google's payroll are actually looking at pages and trying to determine the expertise, authority, and trust. Okay, so the next bit here is uh, a bit of a long-winded title, but local inventory-based SEO strategy, juiced rankings, and sales for US wireless carrier. The, the actual okay. topic, I know, I, I actually found that, that the, the, it totally misleading because really what was interesting about this, in fact, forget about the, the, the title because it just misleads you. What was really interesting here is that they noticed that um, a wireless carrier who had posted live inventory uh, within their ads and within their um, their, their content had a, a better turnover or better conversions. And it was what this all came around to, and this is what I thought was most fascinating, if there's a takeaway here, is that... Um, in local business, this, sorry, this is from a local perspective, of course, um, from a local business perspective, if you're trying to compete against someone like Amazon or any of the big boxes um, and you want to do well, people may be willing to pay more if they can go to your place 
if they know it is there, what they're looking for. If they can see inventory, it is there. It is actually in store. They can go and get it. They would do that over waiting a day or two um, and pay that little bit extra to support local or just simply for that immediate gratification. Um, and there is somewhat some proof of that in this article on search engine land. Hmm. Boiling that down to <laughs> the very raw bits here, but it was pretty, uh, yeah, lots of detail in it. It was good. But again, I think it, it could have been better outlined. So so they weren't just, let's, let's take the content. They were including this in content on their site. So they weren't just doing some a standard call to action says, let's go over to see the inventory. They were actually putting somehow no, omni channel omni-channel marketing solution. This is so the last exactly, mile. Uh, it's so, only through the marketing. Yeah, with real-time local inventory. So um, the, the engagement options were to purchase or reserve the device for in-store pickup, call the local store, get directions to nearby store locations, or make an in-store appointment. That's interesting, because I, I know, at least in the automotive space, the advertising industry has been including real-time inventory in ads for autos mm -hmm. for a year or so now. Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't seen any studies. I have to look to see if anybody's done studies to see if that's had any impact on organic. But uh, auto stores are generally online only, aren't they? These ones you're talking of? No, no, I'm talking about automobiles. People go buy a car. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, yeah. that's a bigger ticket I I issue. Yeah. And I think yeah, you're rarely going to buy that online, right? Yeah, true, true. Yeah. But in this case, 47% um, of the actions were for buy for in-store pickup, which really points to that immediate gratification. Mm -hmm. um, again, we don't know what it was before. Um, <laughs> but I think it makes a lot of sense to me. I thought it was really interesting to think of this because I work with a lot of local businesses. And, it, and there's a common frustration that they're losing business to these people who offer, you know, like Amazon Prime, where they're getting something delivered in two days for 20% less. But if a person can pay 20% more, which may only be a few dollars, and get it immediately because mm -hmm. they know it's in store down the street, that's pretty cool. I think that would make the difference. Well, so Amazon's playing that game too because we've, we've got local stores here where you can get same-day delivery on Amazon by picking it up at their local store on most of their products. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't know how they do it because, um, I mean, there's a ton of products you can you can just go pick it up. There's a store here in Cleveland. I ordered it now. I could, well, not now, not this. I think you have to order for two o'clock or something like that. You can go pick it up. Yeah. Uh, we don't have that kind of stuff in our, uh, our Northern territories. <laughs> well, when you visit next week, I'll take you by the Amazon store. Oh dear. I'd love to see one actually. Why not? Um, I got, I got to see what's, what's cool when I'm over there. Uh, <laughs> There's only two things cool in Cleveland. It's the Amazon store and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, yes. Well, I imagine we're going to be spending some time there. I've never been a oh, yes. huge music cr crazy dude, but I, I've got to see that place. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. We'll go there right. for sure. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the Google Search Console. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Content Marketing World 2018 comes to Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Learn more at contentmarketingworld.com. 
Content Marketing World 2018 is the one event where you will learn and network with the best and brightest in the content marketing industry. Content Marketing World will have over 120 sessions and workshops presented by the leading brand marketers and experts from around the world covering strategy, storytelling, ROI, demand generation, AI, and more. Leave Cleveland with all the materials you need to build a content marketing plan that will grow your business and inspire your audience. Save $100 off of registration using promo code RADIO100. That's radio and the number 100. Don't miss Content Marketing World 2018 in Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Register now at contentmarketingworld.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for its 7th Annual International Mobile Web Award Competition. This award program is an opportunity for mobile developers to demonstrate their expertise in this growing medium. It recognizes the individual and team achievements of web professionals all over the world who create and maintain outstanding responsive and mobile websites and mobile applications. Deadline for entry is September 28, 2018. Submit your entry today at www.mobile-webaward.org. That's mobile-webaward.org. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Vice President of Strategy for Reflexive Media, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, a new link report at Google Search Console. Yeah, so, so, so Google Search Console finally added the link reports into the new version of it. And if you're in there a lot, you know you can switch back and forth between the two. And the new version is slowly adding all the features of the old version. Um, and I do like the new version quite a bit. Um, but there was a report out that saying that they had not included the latest links report. So, when you, you know, you can go into Search Console and look at the the links reports and you can download where the latest links Google's discovered. Well, the, the, they just actually put it in a very hard place to find. And we thought we'd tell you if you, if you need that report for latest links, it's not located in the, so there's a couple different areas of it. There's a, the, um, the main link screen, but there's another screen for external links. There's internal links and external links. So they, so you would think, okay, I'm going to look on the external link screen, and there's nowhere on the external link screen. It's because it's on the main link screen under the export button. So when you're on the main link screen, go to the export button. It, it drops down. You have you can export the external links, sample links, and they've also added the latest links. So that's the that's where you get it. It's hard to find, but we just wanted to make sure if you guys are looking for it, you know where it is, and that they actually do have it. Interesting. Well, they are they are enhancing it. That's good. Uh, pretty yep. soon it'll be worthwhile. 
<laughs> it's getting there. I use it quite a bit, actually, yeah. especially because they have the extended data in there. The, yes. That makes it all the difference in the world. Cool. So next here, I want to make a little note on the August 1st medic update. A lot of people um, were hit by this. It was a ma one of the more major updates this whole year. Um, and they called it a broad core algorithm update. And the reason they called it the medic update is it appeared to hurt the health businesses the most, health-related. Um, depending on which report you read, the one thing that was definitely uh, in concert across all of them, the, pe of the people who did the analysis, health was hit hard. Some of the other ones, uh, SEM Rush, I can't recall, showed that uh, there's quite a number of other industries that were also hurt. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was hard. Um, but I guess it was, it warranted the medic title. Um, at any rate, the reason I'm bringing it up is just, you know, I'm, I'm dealing, dealing with a new uh, client who who came to me because he has had a, a big hit. I thought this was interesting. I don't usually get it because, frankly, we don't usually have issues with our existing clients. But, um, you know, I'm in the thick of it now. And, and you know, I look at his content. It's impeccable. It is so well written. It follows like all the guidelines I would want. Uh, a client to follow there. It's all like uh, ultimate content. Um, and yes, there are links to Amazon in it, you know, cause he makes some money off of Amazon. And that's the only thing I can think of that's offensive. Otherwise it's so well-written, so detailed. The eat seems to be fulfilled perfectly. Um, he's selling products in an industry where he is uh, a, a previously a pro athlete. Um, and he's got a phenomenal, um, resume and it's noted on the site we're going to have to do a little more around that perhaps and make it even clearer they're saying that uh marie hines was actually saying uh haynes was saying that um you know making your expertise authority and trust really really clear within your about page making sure and i find this ironic it's like you're, you're stepping back again to the old uh, uh authorship um, kind of, where yeah where you everything you write needs to have a really clear link back to your bio, which has more detail and pretty in a detailed fashion outlines your authority and the reason that you're, that you should be trusted in what you write, uh, because they are from at least a, um, Google, uh, what was it? The user, um, I used the phrase earlier. Anyway, Google's human team, um, are, are looking at these and, and considering all of these aspects. Whether Google is doing that yet, uh, how they're doing it, we don't know. Um, they, they're trying, but I just don't, we don't know exactly how. So, so, so I got a question for you with this new client. Um, you say they have, they have, you know, Amazon links. What kind of advertising do they have on this site? Is it, is it above the fold? Do they have much above the fold at all? How's it's just great content. Like I tell well, you, this is textbook uh, awesome. I'm not worried about the content. I'm worried about the advertising. Because I, I wonder, already, like the, the the ads are near the bottom, and they're not even ads. They're links within the content here. This is the okay. product I'm talking about, kind of stuff. Okay, because so I've, I've I've read at least one theory that around some sites that heavy advertising um, on heavy content sites. If it, if it's a site that's using a lot of even if it's great content, it's using content for no other purpose than to drive traffic to advertising that's part of what really hit it hard hmm. interesting yeah i see really uh, we could work on some link issues internal linking is apparently quite important um 
Uh, it's going to be a really interesting, and I'll I'll try and remember to to outline it in our our show some of the findings we get from this. Obviously, I can't name names, but um, it's a, a very interesting issue here because the rest of his site, which sells a product, has done very well. hasn't actually had any issues. There's mm-hmm. a slight dip; it's gone back. Yeah, e-commerce um, e-commerce specific portions of sites don't seem to have been hit too hard. It's really the content stuff that took the hit on this one. Yeah. I have seen some of the sites that got took a big hit at the beginning rebound already. So I know they're adjusting. They're making adjustments. Very interesting. Okay. Well, the next is a Mueller file. Google, we take website spam takeovers in search very easily. I thought, well, this is interesting. We're find out seriously, this. not easily. Seriously. <laughs> Did I say sir? Oh, sorry. Yeah, what the hell? Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you for the catch. Um this is essentially just saying that if 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 you see, uh, I'll try and quote John here. Uh, when we do get alerted of, of issues like, uh, oh, here, where's the exact wording here? Um, where websites take over essentially the search rankings for an existing website. So I guess this means that um, if you're doing, is it a branded search? See, I, I wrote this two days ago when we were going to do another show, and I don't remember all the details now. I, I, the one takeaway from it, which I thought was interesting, was that um, if you submit to the web spam team, John said, this is John Mueller, said they, they may not be able to escalate an issue to the engineering team directly. I think that was quite intriguing. So he said that if you have a major issue, um, to email it to him, um, especially in this situation. If it's just you, you see some web spam, if you submit that to the web spam team, it doesn't seem likely that it's going to end up in the, the, the lap of the engineering team, which seems a shame. Uh, you'd think that yeah. that would happen. Well, I'm sure they're going to evaluate and I'm sure they're going to get a lot of, a lot of very similar, um, for lack of a better term, um, people like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, <laughs> um, We're having one of those exposing, days. Ex- yeah. Exposing these, these spam techniques. They're going to get a lot of similar stuff. And some are going to be better examples than others. So if they know they've already sent, you know, three or four really good examples of this specific spam technique, they, they may not send the other ones. I can see that happening for sure. Anyways, uh, let's uh, take a quick break. We're going to come back to a few more Mueller files and uh, end of the show. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm 
WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing. Maria Retan, Larry Weber, Tim Ash, James and Arlene Martell, Ross Dunn, John Carcutt, Shahab Zaghari, Peggy Ansel, Bennett Kelly, Jillian Music, and Kennedy. From SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry. Please join me in welcoming Andrew Hayford. Pleased to have Jim Lanzone. Please welcome Ariana Huffington. Please welcome Jason Calcanis. On air, on demand, and available on every mobile device that you can imagine. This is WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Vice President of Strategy for Reflexive Media, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So one of the next uh, bits here was uh, uh, another Mueller file, and that's... Uh, how Google converts PDFs to HTML for indexing in search. That's the title from Search Roundtable, and uh, so se roundtable, I should say, dot com. And uh, it was it was just an interesting note because I think a lot of people don't understand how PDFs are handled by uh, Google, and uh, sometimes even I have to go, oh yeah, how do they do that again? <laughs> I just don't use it enough. But it, 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 Makes you put your thinking cap on sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I just say, oh, I better go refresh myself. But yeah, it's it's essentially what they do is they convert it to HTML, um, uh, or, or at least as close to it as possible. It won't include all the, the fancy formatting and all that stuff. It just converts it to something that's readily readable by them. Um, but the one thing you should be aware of, and I thought this is a good point by uh, Barry here, is that you have to be you have to be aware that Google's pretty slow when it comes to re-indexing PDF documents. Um, so, you know, don't, don't expect they're going to be indexed as often as, you know, common pages on your site. Uh, they won't. Um, they also do the same thing for mm -hmm. Word documents, Excel. Um, he notes some images. I wonder, I, I, I didn't know that. I guess that would be things like uh, 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 infographics, perhaps. Um, well, that could be converted to, converted to HTML images, or just images that contain text. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. I, I I thought that was an interesting note that he put there. I haven't seen anything about that. I've always kind of figured they had the ability to do that, but I don't remember anything being posted. Anyway, um, Alan Blyweiss, uh, good old Alan, he um, uh, mentioned that uh, there's also a trick to format PDFs with markup, including schema for maximum conversion value and algorithm understanding. That's a quote there. And also a quote is that most create, create, most create PDFs without understanding SEO value needs. And, and I, that's unquote. I say I, that's definitely true. 
I think a lot of people like use Word or some document that says save as PDF instead of using the actual program Acrobat, which allows you to, to edit the metadata that's contained inside a PDF. And that metadata is actually very useful for the search engines. Um, yeah, I mean, generally you would convert it from something like Word to PDF and then you would open it in PDF or whatever PDF maker and then you would add all that, that metadata, right? Right, right, yeah. exactly. And something just for, for newer people in the industry, when we say they convert it to HTML, that does not mean they're, they're taking and making it a web page as part of your site. So one of the things about PDFs that I've always kind of been um, hesitant to use them because of the fact that it pulls that content out of the navigation of your site. So just because they're con converting it to HTML does not mean it's like becoming a page of the website. Still doesn't have navigation, it still doesn't have all that stuff, it just takes whatever's on that PDF and turns it into HTML. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this next story is pretty funny. Uh, you, you... Oh yeah, this was awesome. So I don't if you're familiar with Reddit, and then if, if you're not, um, just take that rock off your head because <laughs> get out from under your rock because Reddit's out there. It's um, awesome. But, but there's a great there's a great subreddit r dash um, um, seo, and well, it used to be great. Now it's kind of filled with all kinds of odd stuff like what we're about to talk about. So someone on, on the, the, the SEO um, Reddit um, channel basically started asking a question about how to create the best P, PBN. Um, and a PBN, a PBN is a private blogging network. That's where you create a bunch of your own websites. Some of these things could be in hundreds of websites. You fill them with content and you, 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 you interlink between them and you try to build um, authority on these sites so that some of those sites can link back to your main site. So you can basically it's cheating link building. Artificial authority. Yeah, absolutely. And Google does not like it. And when they find big PBNs, they usually shut them down and ban the sites and and it, they don't like it at all. But, but so this person asked on Reddit, they said, how do you create the best PBN and started asking questions about, do you do this? Do you do that? And people started responding. And then there was a re response that, that was interesting. It was a response from our buddy, John Mueller, who happened to ca catch it. And basically all he said was, sounds like an interesting plan. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was awesome. Cause it's like, yeah, we're watching you guys. <laughs> you don't think you're getting away with something here. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like bragging about his PBNs. <laughs> what he's going to do. Oh, good. I, I love it. It's such a humor about this stuff. So, so that just, just if you're going to do something black hat, make sure you post it on the Reddit PBN so that you know John can help you sort that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's he's always there for a helping hand. Yes, <laughs> either to smack you, <laughs> or, oh, yeah. or help you. <laughs> um, all right. Well, and and here's a, a no-brainer that unfortunately is common issue. No-brainer from an SEO perspective, but obviously there's. Understandably, not everyone knows SEO. Well, um, and the title says it all, really. Redirecting all your URLs to your home page is a bad practice. Now, when this <laughs> happens, uh, that would be when you're doing a switch. Generally, you're switching uh, a web URL, uh, websites, perhaps, uh, from one um, uh, site structure to another, and you want to, and you get lazy, and you or don't do all. Or changing domains. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. get lazy. You don't want to do all the proper 3.0 and redirects from the old URLs to where their new homes are or at least something 
uh, close. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, <laughs> so even, well, I've even seen people do this where they get rid of a section of the site. So they've got like a section of their site. Maybe there's a service they were offering they no longer offer anymore. And what they do is instead of letting, since they don't offer it, they should probably just let those pages go to 404s because that's not something they do anymore. Um, it's not relevant to the rest of their site. So there's nowhere really that, that's redirected to on your site. People will just redirect all that whole, that whole section to the home page. When in really in reality, you should just let those go to 404s and be de-indexed. Yeah. Um, or... You know, I think we've said before, use, use the, uh, I'm sure we said before, <laughs> uh, take, take the opportunity to uh, make that page into a partnership. You know, if it's a yeah, service yeah, you don't offer anymore, partner with another company who does, make some friends. Uh, yeah, that, that stuff pays off. That, that's a good callback to a, 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 a listener question we had a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Good That's point. why it felt so much familiar. <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, I need more sleep. Okay. Well, <laughs> it is common sense for an experienced SEO. But like you said, it's worth a reminder. And, and uh, I hope it, it helps someone out. Well, we don't have any time for any questions this, uh, this week. But next week, we will be at the... Uh, content marketing world in Ohio, I think we mentioned earlier. So that's going to be a lot of fun and uh, we will have some interviews. We're probably not when we will be doing a show from there, but I don't think any of the interviews per se will be on our show unless there's specific ones to SEO, but we'll, we'll see who we, we run into there, I guess. Hey, I think Stefan Spencer is going to be there. So we might try to wrangle him into getting on the show. I don't know. He's a, he's a superstar now. I know he is. <laughs> we'll try. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Vice President of Strategy for Reflexive Media, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 Podcast on Google. You can also email me via ross at stepforth.com. Have a great week, and remember to tune to future episodes, which air at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.